The summer months are often a time when families travel together, perhaps vacation, a family reunion, or just a quick trip to grandma's house. These road trips can either be miserable or days when wonderful memories are made. What a picture of all of life. We are just passing through this world and families must learn how to enjoy the Lord and one another as we make the journey together. We are taking a summer road trip through the book of Philippians, the book of Christian joy, and discovering principles to help our homes. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. What does your prayer list look like? Perhaps you have a list written out. I think that's a good thing. Prayer reminders. Maybe it's something that uh, changes from week to week, day to day. Maybe it's something that you go through a certain list of people's names in your mind. But I would suggest to you today that it shouldn't just be names on a list. It should be definite needs on a list. That instead of there just being uh, people there, that there should be definite spiritual realities you are praying for those people. So it's not just who's on your list, but what's on your list. And I think Philippians 1, verses 9, 10, and 11 is a good guide for us, a prayer template, if you will, of what should be on our prayer list. Paul is praying for those he loves deeply in Philippi. And I think it is a good um, starter, if you will, of how we can pray for those we love. Listen to his prayer again. Philippians 1, beginning in verse 9, And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. I love the fact that he connects where they are with the glory of God. It begins with them, but it ends with him. Oh, isn't that how all intercessory prayer should be? We we begin by praying for people right where they are, praying for their needs. It's present tense prayer. But the goal, the aim, is that God would bring us to himself and that God would get glory through it all. Now, we established already in our last study uh, that this entire prayer list, you could write over the top of it, this one great expression from Philippians 1, verse 9, more and more. We're praying for more and more spiritual power, more and more of the spiritual realities, more and more of what God has for us. But let's break it down into a list because I think that will help us to identify how to pray specifically for those we love. How can we pray for our families? How can we move forward uh, in our homes? You know, you only advance on your knees. And uh, so somebody said, that that family just needs to go on to the next level. Uh, well, it's not just going on, it's growing on, and we grow on by prayer. Now, before I give you the list, let me let me say this. We live basically in a in a three-dimensional world where where we're thinking and perceiving and observing things in three dimensions. But the God of Scripture very often reveals himself in four dimensions. For example, do you remember back in Ephesians uh, chapter 3 and verse number 18 when he talks about the love of God? He said he wants us to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, four dimensions. Well, I think when you look at the prayer in Philippians 1, there are four dimensions. God always does more than man can perceive, always more than we can observe that he is doing. What are those four dimensions? Well, number one, we should be praying for more and more inward growth. He always starts on the inside and works his way out. 
Do not make your first prayer for your family that God would clean up the exterior, that that the facade would look better. That's usually the way we pray, and it's selfish. It's pride is what it is. We want things to look better for public consumption. But the Lord does the heart work first. Listen to the beginning of the prayer. And this I pray that your love may abound. That's an internal thing. Yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. So he goes straight to the heart of the matter, and that is the love of God in them. What's going on in the inner man. So pray for more and more inward growth in the lives of those you love. You can't always see that immediately. Now, when it happens, it will come out. But it begins on the inside. It's the love of God in them. And notice, it's two things. It's abounding love and it is discerning love. It's abounding love because it says that your love may abound, literally, to overflow. Uh, this is really interesting. This is, this is kind of where the book of Ephesians left off. And uh, now he picks it up in the, in the book of Philippians. It's the need of every believer and it's the need in every family. Not human love, not romantic love, uh, not uh, just parental love, but divine love, sacrificial love, giving love. Dear Lord, teach us to love. Uh, Take 1 Corinthians 13. Pray your way through it and ask the Lord, Lord, put this love in me. Teach me to love like you love. And then, unless somebody think that this is just mere sentimentality and emotionalism, Notice that he says that he wants the love to abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. It is discerning love. You see, God's love is always wise. And so first, we should pray for a growth of love in our families, a prayer for more and more inward growth. Then there's a prayer for more and more outward growth because he begins verse 10 this way, that you may approve things that are excellent. Now he's talking about the way they live. Now he's talking about their decisions, their choices, uh, the, the day-to-day life, the interaction with the world around them. Remember, Philippi was little Rome. It was a wicked, godless place. Oh, but this ought to encourage us. It is actually possible for Christians to live holy lives in an unholy world. Friend, you can have a Christian home in the midst of a society that is corrupt. It is possible, and the church at Philippi is a perfect example of that. Pray for each member of your family that they'll grow inwardly and that they will grow outwardly, that they will choose God's best, approve things that are excellent. Then there's a prayer for more and more onward growth, forward. Listen to the end of verse 10, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Isn't that beautiful? He said, I'm going to pray for you that from this day until Jesus comes, from this day to the day you go to meet Jesus, you'll stay right with God. There's no place to start. Look at Philippians 1 again because he starts in in verse number 5 with the first day. He takes them back to the day of their salvation. He comes forward to now, and then he goes ultimately in verse 10 to the day of Christ. This is the Christian life from start to finish. He said, I'm praying that from this day forward, you'll just keep growing onward with the Lord. He uses a couple of words here. He says that you'll be sincere. That's what God sees. Then he says that you'll be without offense. That's what man sees. If you'll be sincere, you'll be without offense. Uh, If you'll be right with God, you'll be the right testimony to others. I love what F.B. Meyer said. He said this word sincere, uh, literally it's it's like the, the light of the sun. That's the root word. He said this is like the light of an x-ray machine. 
Uh, put yourself under God's x-ray machine. See what he sees and say, Lord, get everything out of me that's not sincere. It's a prayer for more onward growth. And then finally, it's a prayer for more and more upward growth because here's how it ends. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ under the glory and praise of God. He's using plant terminology, the garden, fruits, springing up, growing up. Uh, He produces the fruit, but we get to bear the fruit and all to the glory of God. All praise and glory goes to the gardener. Pray that you first and then every member of your family will grow inwardly in the love of God, will grow outwardly in holiness, will grow onward, forward, sincere to the day of Christ, and then will grow up, meaning by that more and more fruit that points to the God who produced the fruit, to the God who is working in you for his own glory and honor. Now take this beautiful prayer today, Philippians 1, 9, 10, and 11, and make it your prayer for your family. What can you take away from this study of God's Word? Where do you need to apply truth to your own life and family? God's Word is the guidebook for this journey of life, and we sincerely pray that you will follow it. Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org for additional resources for your home and Christian life. Plan to join us again on our next study and encourage all of your family to make the summer road trip with us. May God bless you and those you love today.